Hey everybody, welcome back to our second episode. Uh, we're coming to you live from Ghost Stories Tattoo in the beautiful Anaheim, California, in our Ghost Stories studio. We see Knott's Berry Farm in front of us, and we hear Disney, uh, Disney fireworks behind us. I have my beautiful eternal co-host, Myra. Myra, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. How's your week been so far? It's been good. Yeah, you got the kids ready for school? Yes, but then they brought back germs, so now they have the sniffles wow. and they're coughing. And... <laughs> That's the kind of uh, thing I think of uh, back to school that they forget is now you got to get reacquainted to everybody's germs. Yes, it's awful because now I'm like starting to feel like the itchy throat. <laughs> so I put pulled out the oils and started oh, spraying. Yes. That's right. You're a little witch with the essential yes. oils. Yes. I started <laughs> bruja. spraying them and getting all those nasty germs <laughs> out of the house. Good. I know um, we're working on some really exciting essential oil stuff for Ghost Stories Tattoo. We are. Little top secret. We can't say much, but... Um, Not yet. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. So When did you start getting into essential oils? Um, Actually, maybe like couple months I want to say maybe four or five months ago oh, nice. what's your favorite I don't have a favorite yet because I'm still experimenting with uh -huh. all of them they they're all great they all do different things yeah yeah That's good. That's good. and do you enjoy your long long weekend Labor Day weekend no because I've been working it's always a non-stop grind for us which is always good yes don't forget, we have our uh, Tim Burton Flash on September 15th. 15th coming up. So we invite you all to come down and uh, we'll talk Tim Burton movies and shoot the breeze and get some tattoos starting at $30, correct? And up? Yeah. Yes. Stay tuned to our Instagram to see some sneak peeks of the Flash that we have um, that we'll be showing. And we look forward to seeing everybody. Um, and that's Ghost Stories, Ghost, S-T-O-R-I-E-S, -E Tattoo on Instagram. So please definitely give us a follow. And we have our guest in today, right? Yes. And you know this, you know this guest, huh? Yes. Well, I've known him for quite a while when he started working with my husband at Transitions Tattoo. Nice. Like, shout out to Transitions Tattoo. Where's Transitions Tattoo? Well, they're not there no more. Oh. They were in Huntington Beach. Okay. Okay. Yes. Wherever you are in this world. Shout out to you. Um, would you say he's a pretty cool guy? Yeah. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Yeah? Yeah. So without further ado, we'd like to introduce Adrian, right? Adrian. Known uh, as El Reels. Known as <laughs> El Reels Calderon. And his Instagram is L-E-L Reels underscore tattoos. Uh, welcome, Reels. How are you? I did. <laughs> <laughs> my my first name is actually Andrew. Oh, Andrew! Oh, <laughs> my gosh, we are horrible. So close. People. Look at we don't even know how to interview our people up here. Adrian. Yeah, Andrew. no one really knows my uh, real name anyway. You just oh, okay. keep so, it going. So we don't need to know yeah. the slave name. Yeah. We just need to know because it's real. So I'm a free man now. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's reals Calderon, and that's L E L reals underscore tattoos. How you doing, Real? Pretty good, good pretty good. good. Thanks for joining us today, mm -hmm. tonight. Uh, I know you have a very busy schedule. Uh, we, what we want to do here with our podcast is we want to interview tattoo artists uh, from all walks of life and at all career levels and just hear, hear about their journey and how you got into this wonderful in industry, as well as um, just hear, hear stories <laughs> that you have. And I'm sure there's somewhere around the U.S. or around the world who kind of would want to le learn something from you. So we appreciate you coming here. 
One of the first questions I want to ask is, um, tell us a little bit something about yourself and where you're currently working at. Uh, not too much on me. I mean, I'm just a basic tattooer, just kind of keep it low pro and do my thing. But um, I work at Pharaoh's Inc. in downtown Santa Ana right now, uh, over on uh, by broad on Broadway by uh, the Bards Proof and Copper Door, right in the middle. Oh, nice, nice. Mm -hmm. Shout out to them. Yeah. Out in Santa Ana. Santa Ana. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you do for fun reels besides tattoos? Um, man, I don't even have the time for fun, really. Uh, when I can, I'll just sleep. Just got a new comforter, so uh, take advantage of the situation, that, you know? Yeah. Where'd you get your comforter at? Target, man. Nice. <laughs> I love Target. Target's the best. Yes. Target yeah. is the only place. I, I want to know what their scam is. Because you could go in there it's for a dog with an eye. Yeah, yeah. You could go in there for toilet paper and leave with like two hundred dollars worth of stuff. I actually went in yeah. there for paper towels or for work, and then I just left. I was just tired from working for like, like just consistently for I don't even know how long. Where I'm still in zombie mode, ended up in the aisle and I was just staring at the comforter, the billows. I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude, it's time." <laughs> <laughs> So took a break for like a couple of days and snapped out. Good, good, mm -hmm. good. So how much? Okay, so you went in for paper towels. How much did you end up spending? Oh, like two something. I, <laughs> I was so pissed when I got out, but so, then I was so happy when yeah, I let right. it out. It, but it's totally different because you go to Walmart, you're like, I can't wait to fucking get out of here. Oh <laughs> yes. But for Target, you're like, I can go down every aisle, yeah. see what this. You stop is. at Starbucks, get your coffee, and then you're just going through each aisle. You ain't lying. Oh, Feel good about yourself in Target. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so Reels, are you, all, I know you're a tattoo artist, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, are you also an artist on canvas or paper? Yeah, I do. Uh, like a lot of my work, I mean, um, I try not to replicate as much as I can, but a lot of my work is either freehand or I design it myself. Mm -hmm. Um, but at the same time, like sometimes you just gotta give people the haircut they want, you know? Yeah, so, yeah that's true. Yeah, I'd rather steal profit than be like, fuck no, I'm not gonna tattoo. Like, you know, like, <laughs> it's like, dude, like I got bills. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. You gotta pay. What type of art do you like? Um, tattoo or just any art? Uh, any art in general. I'm very open with everything. I just like, um, pretty much anything. Anything that I feel like took actually like time or talent to do. Yeah. Then I'm like, oh, cool, you know, because like as I work, like I, I, I see like the struggle it takes and, mm -hmm. you know, like how much art you have to give into your art to actually create something worth anything yeah, so yeah. you can it's, sell it's true i've always noticed uh, i i always i might sound like a broker a broken record when i talk about this but i feel like every art artist it's a piece of your soul that you give away mm. right whether it be on skin or on paper or canvas i think that's something um the general population of people should definitely understand about artists yeah so yeah, that's cool where do you draw your inspiration from it's pretty much anything like i well one i'm like adhd as hell so like my mind goes all over the place, so um, sometimes I get spur of the moment, so I'm just like really into uh, like fine art, or just really into like nature or something. Nice. And then sometimes I'm just like really into like naked chicks, you know, <laughs> like it goes both ways, you know, like yeah. fuck. And then so like I'm really sporadic and I can't really like control like my inspiration, but I guess this comes from all walks of earth, yeah. really, you know. And I th that's nice to hear you say that because it means you're very versatile and mm -hmm. what you like what type of um fine art do you like fine art uh i like a lot of statue work even though i feel like a lot of it's like kind of played out like bernini and michelangelo mm -hmm. uh i feel like the industry has like burned out those in uh those imagery like a lot 
But at the same time, I was like, shit, dude, this thing is like impossible to make. Like, I can't believe this yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. And it's crazy this. that it's lasted that long, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't get forgotten. Um, <clears throat> my uh, my partner, Chris, and I just got, we were art collectors, and um, we just got into sculptures. Yeah. And um, it's, it's amazing how long we waited for some of them, like a year, year and a half, almost two years. But when you get it, it's so much worth it because it's just to see it up front. It's like, shit, somebody made this with their two with hands that, mm-hmm. that, that and then they got like a block you come like, <laughs> like oh, yeah, it's yeah. physically there you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> how about some type of um uh newer art is there a new artist that you like um that are up and coming or that you've just found that are pretty cool yeah i mean me i kind of just like a lot of people i well, i've worked with like a lot of people in the industry so i actually like and draw like a lot of inspiration and watch a lot of people i've worked with or like know personally mm-hmm. And it's crazy because that's like I progress, I see progression in them too, and I'm like, whoa, shit! Like I need to kick it up because these guys are kicking it up, you know? Like, and then I just keep watching my surroundings and people yeah. around me, like, or just any artist really, you know? Yeah. yeah. Try to look. Cool. <laughs> it's it's interesting because when Reels came in here, I felt um, I felt no ego with him coming in here. We've had people come in here, come to artists. Mm-hmm. And we've met artists, and it's always they lead their ego leads first. Just keep the sunglasses on. Yeah, 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 yeah. The ego, <laughs> the ego leads first, and I think that's very interesting. Your energy doesn't mm. doesn't have a. Yeah. I didn't get that vibe. No, I've never gotten that from him. Yeah. 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 It's funny because I actually get a lot. Like, it's weird. I get from people that I've never met or like seen in person or don't know anyone they know and they're like oh this guy's a fucking egotistical dick or like really? i'm like dude i've never once talked to you like i don't know <laughs> yeah but cool dude you know who i am <laughs> yeah, thanks, thanks. so looking at your um kind of we did some um instagram stalking on you and um you recently Sweet. just did this awesome uh rocco's modern life piece i actually did that a couple years ago that was really? a repost yeah okay. um but it's it's a pretty uh not like I guess you could say like fan favorite of people like it a lot. Uh-huh. So sometimes when you know, even if I get like a little slow, I'm like Rocco, bam, you know, like <laughs> don't forget me, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I like I love the um, the the lettering you did on it. Too. It's actually uh, I mixed the Rocco image. I was drawing it because I'm actually a big fan of cartoons, and then uh, the lettering, what it says, is actually an Adele song. Really, remember me. Once more. Once more. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Are you an Adele fan? Yeah, I do uh, enjoy her music as well as like Amy Winehouse. And it's like oh, some of the dope. Oh, man. Um, I saw Amy Winehouse, her only concert here ever in, in L.A. Yeah. Uh, before they suspended her her passport. She was all, you know. Yeah. And um, the her voice on what we hear on like the music, CD stuff. Hearing that live is doesn't even compare. Yeah, it was maybe this high and like this tiny, and it would just effortlessly come out. But but yeah, I feel like those types of singers, like the Amy Winehouses, Lana Del Rey's, like uh, oh, was up. Yeah, it's like man, those that's a total natural gift. Yeah, yeah it's just like it's like actual raw talent. Like you can yeah. feel a vibe and uh-huh. everything. Total raw talent, and I, I think you see that in tattoo artists too. There's there's I think you coming in here and seeing no ego, it is a raw talent mm. that yeah, that you have and I, it, it transcends that also cool so, thank yeah, you yeah it's pretty cool i guess i'm in the same line as like amy winehouse and- yeah yeah okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> putting up to you that, to that iconic type ego might come soon but yeah. you know like- <laughs> yeah but we don't want you for this what is it the 26 club oh man that's past it well no i'm right there yeah 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 we don't want that <laughs> got a year in them yeah okay how about you Myra? um 
I want you to tell me a little bit about the aspect of the business um, mm -hmm. from you being an entrepreneur. Um, how is it um, challenges that you've encountered to be able to get your clientele to what it is now from when you first started? All right. Um, I mean, all in all, like tattooing is uh, taking it seriously in the industry is just an up and down roller coaster because as yourself, you have no control of like who you bring in or what like your art attracts or who you attract or like any of that. You know, you, you don't control like, well, I guess you have some control, but you can't really control like your progress and anything. Like it just comes as you give, you know? And um, it's just, ah, oh, man, repeat the question. <laughs> like I got lost. Just the business aspect, like, when you first started, mm -hmm. especially like trying to build clientele as to what you are now. Yeah. I think I think the best way to build clientele is just really focus on the art and not focus on the clientele. Like um and like with the tattoo scene, there's like a big party scene, there's a lot of drugs, a lot of alcohol, because a lot of people yes. think they're like rock stars and for the years and years I was stuck in that kind of path as partying. And once uh Recently, within the last probably like three years, two years, I kind of just steered more away from the party scene and focused on the work. Mm -hmm. And once I started focusing on my work and trying to build myself and not trying to, oh, I hope this fucking random dude or chick fucking thinks I'm cool, you know, like really focus on my work and produce like quality work and try to make it to the best of my ability is when the clientele started like seeing for themselves, like, oh shit, you know, like this guy's, uh, putting out some work and you could tell like when someone takes pride in it. So I feel like if you take pride in your work, your clientele can tell, you know, you feel the vibe and you see it in the imagery. Now, let me ask you, you, you mentioned that, that in the tattoo industry, there's really a party drug and party scene hmm. type thing. And you said you were involved in that, correct? Yeah. Is that, is that, it's kind of that rock star lifestyle. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> now, do you feel that was something, is it easy to get into? Does it draw you in? Does it, What's your, your thoughts on that? It's, it's really easy to fall into. Um, I mean, I still see it all the time because when you work at a shop, you got to remember that tattooing didn't come from, you know, suit and tie. We came from, like, sailors and prisoners yeah. and, you know, like, yeah. and we still got that mix, you know. That's what still kind of gives us that little gold, little uh, roughneck sign, yeah. you know. Yeah. But um, with that comes to, like, a lot, lot of trouble, you know. Like, we have shops that are, like, 10 artists deep and, you know, when you have like 10 grown ass people and mostly dudes and, you know, you're just drinking, True. you know, it turns True. into one beer to fuck it. Let's get like 10 bottles of Remy <laughs> oh and then next, you know, after party from the bar, bring them to the shop, you know, oh, fuck it. Got and, it, got uh, it. You know, it just happens, but sometimes it's cool in moderation, but some people just say, fuck it. Let's go all out. You know, do you feel that, that that's a rite of passage for artists to kind of go through? No, I, I think you can steer away from it. And it's better too, yeah. but I mean, fuck, you know, you can't learn without failure, you know. That's so true. That's true. That's very. You're gonna true. fall into some party. You can figure out. You're gonna figure out who you are, you know. Yeah. yeah. Are you this person that just wants to party and you know be more about like this image about yourself, or do you want your work to portray your image? Yeah. So you pick and choose, you know, your destiny pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that people try to keep up with an image you're, you're always going to burn out very quick trends come and go you know yeah, like yeah, exactly. yeah, trends come that shit's go. never gonna last yeah yeah trends mm -hmm. come and go very quickly but really quality of work is what lasts forever yeah, yeah. It's written I, in stone yeah, like that, yeah. You know? there's things that i say it's like uh 
beauty fades, but stupid is forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, can you um, tell us how you got into the industry? Um, I kind of grew up around it. I'm like what you pretty much call a tattoo baby. Mm. Um, my uncle actually owned a couple shops in uh, Orange County as well. Uh, I can't really remember the names because when he was running those, I was, I was like a little, little regret, you know. And then uh, my other uncle was a jailhouse tattooer. He was always in and out and always had his machine, his homemade machines, just inking up. And like I'd be either at the shop or at my house, and my uncles would be tattooing my mom or my grandma, or you know, like because my family's a lot of, like bikers and gangsters, you know. Okay. So we just you know fuck it, you yeah. just me up like. <laughs> I got like a little different childhood than, I guess, uh, politically correct or traditional. Yeah, traditional. traditional. Yeah, so I just grew up around tattoos and seeing it and just thinking, "Fuck school, man!" Like you know, how <laughs> <laughs> to never passed a grade since like first grade. You know? <laughs> so uh, you started tattooing at what age? Uh, I was only like eighteen. I mean, I was tattooing when I was like fifteen with like, homemade machines and some buddies. Uh, a lot of my machines would break, and I didn't really finish a lot of them. So, like, you know, <laughs> I just had to wait it off. And then when I was 18, um, I was in Texas, and my uncle, who was running the shops, actually, uh, he had all his old equipment, and I was getting in trouble, still, like, like getting involved in, like, some, some gangster shit, you know, like, yeah. being a knucklehead. And uh, he just pulled me to the side one day and just told me, hey, man, like, the fuck, you know, what yeah. the fuck are you doing? Yeah. You know, and he's he's a big homie, so like, like he had some pull. Like he, you like, took it serious. Yeah, well, yeah, I can't, I can't argue. He'll fuck me up, you know. Yeah. Like, he, he, and he has before, so I know, you know. And uh, he goes, "You want to be a jackass all your life? Go for it, you know. You're yeah. a grown man, you know. Like you're 18, do whatever you want." Because he's done years and years in prison, so I was already on my way. Like you know, yeah, yeah. he's like, "Well, you could take this and do some." And I was like, "Fuck, I've always wanted a tattoo." Yeah. So I grabbed it and uh. Went for it. And what was your what was your uncle's name? Uh, Louis Calderon. So shout out to mm -hmm. Louis Calderon for giving reels the talk that the real talk that reels yes, needed. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. I'm talking some hands. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know you can never. I always think nowadays. I don't know how kids are growing up, but you know hands always does a does a job. Oh uh, yeah. My grandma used to be my ass. Uh, I grew up in a in a house of a of a housekeeper. Mm -hmm. So like. Every clean is everything is clean enough. You know, as a kid, you have chores and stuff. And I was a fucking badass teenager, so I didn't get. I just like wipe it down. Sure. And then she'd come up and lift the lamp. And there'd be a duster ring, and she'd be yelling at me in Spanish, "This is how you wipe your ass." <laughs> yeah, my ass beautiful. for not cleaning shit right. Or yeah, so I think there's. There's just no pasta now. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so like, I think there's there's a thing to the to the, to the chancla and the fist. I think as it a gets kid, the job you know, done. Yeah, yeah, you know. Learn, you learn to mind yourself and yeah. you learn to respect, you know? Yeah. It's different between getting hit and getting the shit beat out of you, you know? True. Like sometimes true. talk back, get a little pat in the mouth, like, oh, shit, I need to shut up before it gets worse, you know? <laughs> that's very that's true. true. Very true. How about, what do you feel about that, Maya? You're a mother. <clears throat> well, I think that's true. I still... Um... Whoop their ass. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> needed. Yes. Yes, whooping you needed. Uh, it's the way to, to strain them out. True. <laughs> Tell us about the first tattoo shop you worked at. Um, let's see, first one, probably the first legitimate one I worked at was, uh, Lincoln Ave over in Orange when they were still currently on Lincoln. Mm. Uh, they moved to, uh, Palmyra and Tustin, I believe, but, um, 
Yeah, that's probably my first like real walk into the door of like the shop industry. Nice. How was that cool. experience? Um, it was cool for a while. I mean, uh, when I originally worked there, it was me, Crow Rodriguez, uh, Michael Reyes, uh, Brandon Lopez, Marvel Xavier, and it was a, it was a pretty strong team. I mean, I was I was like the weaker link because I was still getting like in the game and I was still tattooing like garages, da, 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 you know, and uh, really trying to learn. But um, that was a real strong team. But for me, I ended up having to leave because after all, it started dropping from strong team to like hire whoever, like, you know, whoever could like just help to pay the bills. Because sometimes it gets hard, like running a shop, you just got to get people to tattoo and That's give you another drop. But uh, I mean, I mean, I don't know what's going on there anymore. I don't really keep in contact. So they have, they might have different, you know, whatever. I don't want to bring like, you know, oh, this, this, is that. No, no, you no, know? yeah, yeah. You're just sharing. Yeah, in my experience, I just, I didn't think it was a spot for me to grow anymore. Yeah. So I was like, a headache. I was like, I gotta, I gotta get out of here. So. You yeah. know what was the name of that shop? Uh, Lincoln Ave. Oh, so shout out to Lincoln Ave for mm-hmm. giving reels his very first. Uh, yeah. Getting his feet wet. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Still, <laughs> yeah, I still pay wet. a lot of respect to them because I do, I do appreciate. Uh, the leap of faith they kind of gave on me. That's you know? awesome. So it was a real cool experience. Um, how has the industry changed from when you first started eight years ago up to now? Uh, I feel like the industry has changed, like with most society, really. Like everything's kind of been like sensitized and like, like I like before. Even like I, when I worked at Lincoln a couple shots, like you didn't have you have problems with someone just whoop his ass real quick, you know, like <laughs> whoop his ass to get your ass whooped, you know, you got those two options and settle it. And then now like or even to say whatever you want, it's fucking bullshit all day. Now it's like uh come to a point where it's just really like more professional and like more like kind of corporate, you know, like yeah. you have to present yourself in a certain way. Cause with modern day technology, you don't have this whoever walks in the door looking at you, you have a whole community of, you know, Instagram, Facebook, that's everyone eyes on you, you know, whenever they want to spam, you know, everything's so easily accessed that you have to present yourself in more of a, like a, a salesman way, yeah. you know, like if they see you kind of fucking around, you know, like it's like, damn, this guy just fucked around. Fuck this, you know, yeah. so you got to present yourself as like in a serious matter, like you're down to work. That's true. That the industry's kind of changed that way because it is this this culture of every. We live in a culture now where it's videotape everything. And mm-hmm. Everything is instant, and, and everything's an insult. Yeah, hell, <laughs> yeah. That's a whole another conversation. I think mm-hmm. we're too fucking sensitive, but <laughs> that's my opinion. Yes, but I think um, um, it, as artists now, uh, that you do have to present yourself in a different way because it's definitely everyone and anyone can hmm. be your client. Yeah. Here and there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what what um what where would you like to see the industry evolve? Meaning that you you've seen it now for eight years, you've been in it, you grew up in it. Where would you like to see this industry go and evolve to in the future? Uh probably more open mindedness. Because it's still I mean there's still like a traditional sense. And it's it's cool because it's like, you know, a lot of a lot of things paved the way for it to be where it's at, but with progression, you can't really stop at. These are the set rolls in stone of like the industry, and this is what you gotta follow, you know. Because I feel like no one great 
in the world. Like no one like you ever think of like, oh man, this this person's a shit or like, you know, it made such a change. Yeah. Did it by staying in the lines, you know? Yeah. Once you like separate yourself and um to start, you know, exploring and doing things you like, you figure out other people that like the same things you like. Like so I feel like um this open open mindedness, like don't set yourself in the corner to uh strictly be about this because once you have like more of an open mind there's more room for progression so i feel like if we would be more open that the industry and the art would progress a lot more too and it's true that because the foundation of tattooing is always going to be there right so mm -hmm. it's a concrete foundation but as as we progress it's it's there's so many streams of income there's so many ways to to mm -hmm. get a brand out there and to really take yourself to the next level but it's really true like you said if you're willing to be open-minded I think sometimes tradition's great. Tradition is a very good thing, but um, if if you don't choose to evolve with the times, then you'll just stay with it. Yeah, you either evolve or get left behind. Yeah, you got two and options. It's true. Yeah, you, and know? you have the two options that way. And and then I think we've met some people that are kind of in the industry who want to stay in stay that stuck in stagnant there. and yeah. kind of with the same stuff. And it, I can see why they're why they have a little bit more of an attitude. Um, it's like the loyal to the coil thing. Like, yeah, you know, like, and it's like it's just another way to like like rotary it's just another way to apply your work you know and, and the truth is too yeah it's it's nice it's funny you say that because the truth is 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 it's just it's just an instrument to connect the soul in my opinion right mm. in my opinion it's it's the artist because the artist the, the artistry comes from the mind to the hands to wherever the canvas mm -hmm. is going to be so the, the 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 machine is just the instrument to connect it yeah to wherever it's so when, when I heard, well, I only want to do this or I want to do that. So then you're a slave to the machine. You're not really experiencing your art. Yeah. I got I got an argument once with the tattooer, uh, the, the traditional tattooer, old school, like this, you know, OG tattooer, you know. And um, we're just arguing because I speak my mind. I'm going to speak up. You know, I'm yeah. going to be a pussy to <laughs> anyone, you know. Yeah. It's going to speak up, you know. And um, he was just talking about how, like, uh, oh, yeah, Rhodey, you know, because you guys just want everything easier, da-da-da, da-da. Like, pretty much just saying, it like, oh, we only use Rotary because it's an easier method, you know. Mm -hmm. And I could I could literally build coil machines. I could wrap coils. Amazing. I could Well, yeah, you were doing since a kid, so yeah, you, I could, you know the inner workings. Yeah, the only thing I don't know how to do is make needles. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm open to learn because it's for the experience because I do think knowledge of the – of the industry this knowledge overall is always good to have mm -hmm. you know to move forward you got to know the past yeah you know it helps very you true. Very true. but um yeah we got an argument about it and he was just saying how like it's just so we can make it easier and lazy and in my head i told him like oh why the fuck would i want to make my job harder yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. and then he's yeah. like ah oh, that's not the point i'm like sounds like the point to me you know like <laughs> you said it so the fuck why do I want to work harder? Not yeah, harder. not not saying any instrument's easier than other. Like me, I like roadie because I travel a lot, so I like to have like instead of boxes of fucking steel tubes and this you know extra luggage, I could pack light. Like I only need the suitcase or a backpack to go. Bam, just cartridges and my pen. Bam, there we go. Now you don't even need supplies. They're making, uh, they're making, uh, how do you say cordless, uh machines now like you really? don't even need a power supply anymore so you just go oh. charge it yeah they my buddies at my shop have a couple they have like each battery runs eight hours 
So that's 14 hours. So, you know, like, that's amazing. Damn, crazy. That's crazy. That's the evolution of the industry. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, you don't, yeah, you just you know, move then, forward. Yeah, exactly. You just move with the times. Time. Stay stuck back there. Yeah. You don't need to have like a fucking whole entourage of fucking equipment when you could just have what's in your hand, bam, yeah. get the job done. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's interesting that. that you don't need that, a screwdriver to do all day work. You want to drill. Yeah, that's true. That's very <laughs> true. Yeah. yeah, you don't build houses the same anymore. Yeah. So, yeah that's very true. That's pretty cool. Now, <clears throat> another thing I want to talk about on your work is on your Instagram, I saw you you posted, you did a, a heart. I thought this was pretty cool looking heart. Oh, the anatomical yeah. heart? Yeah, yeah. Tell me about that heart you made. Uh, that's actually on a good friend of mine, a good client too. Uh, his name's Nathan Rosales. Uh -huh. Really good buddy of mine. Uh, just... He comes up to me with the designs he wants, and he lets me kind of have my feel. So with that, it's cool because I get to like actually like challenge myself. I'm like, all right, cool. Well, I'm gonna try something hard, and I'm gonna try to do it as realistic as I can. And that's I think with this one, I the veins on it is awesome. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I tried to give it my all. That was a real fun one for me. How long did it take you? Uh, probably around, like, probably six hours. Nice. If you guys don't uh didn't get his instagram his instagram is l e l reels r-e-a-l-s underscore tattoos so you can t look at um the the pictures that we're referencing on his instagram so that's pretty freaking cool um talk to me about your upcoming projects that you have um a couple upcoming projects uh not too many i know i'm leaving on a a somewhat tour with uh my boy rob g He's uh, running the supply company called uh, Cali Art Supply. And uh, I'm one of his uh, sponsored artists, so we're running a tour. So after next weekend, every weekend I should be in another state. Like from, I think I'm going to Florida, Vegas, Pennsylvania. I don't know, all kind. Of, I don't even know my schedule right now. That's cool. it's, no, right now, I'm just going to focus on the tour and continue just trying to build myself and everything I can, you know? Yeah. That's so. Great. You also have a seminar coming. Is this the oh, first yeah. seminar you're teaching? Yeah, this is like uh, tomorrow at 3 o'clock at Pharaoh's Inc. I'll be doing my first seminar for uh, lettering. I do a lot of lettering, and uh, I'm doing it actually for free because I feel like, I don't know, sometimes it's a little good to just give back without needing, uh, like, a reward, you know? Yeah. Like sometimes true. it's, you know, help people out. I have a lot of friends that have been asking me to teach them lettering. I have a lot of random people who have been hitting me up like, oh, you think you show me? So now here's the opportunity. Like, all right, cool. Well, I'm set this day aside. Whoever wants to get it, get it. You know, that's cool. That's cool. Some table reach. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. How do you feel about? I think this is really cool because, and again, if you guys see his Instagram, uh, you will see it. Uh, the the promotion for it. Uh, what's what are your thoughts on on tattoo artists doing seminars as teaching? I think it's cool. I mean, you can't be stuck trying to like. Hog all the cookies for yourself. You know what I mean? So you become a little fat kid. So, uh, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I mean, if you got it, you got it. You know, no one's ever going to be able to replicate your art like you do. That's true. You know, so no one's, like, people are afraid that people are going to steal their style, steal this and that. But when you see an original, you know an original. That's true. You know what I mean? So you, you, set, you set the bar for yourself. So. Like, no one's ever going to replicate you. So you're always going to have your, your clients and the people that are just interested in you. So why not why not teach people who want to learn, 
you know? So they, that they can find their own identity yeah. in, in the industry, right? The world's a big place, you know. I don't feel like we're in the we're in like a starvation mode for the industry. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's pretty oversaturated, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's life, you know. That just means that our industry is growing. Yeah. Our view is less looking like, oh, these fucking troublemakers, these fucking prisoners and you know, convicts are just coming out and now it's just an open minded thing. Like like you could walk into a store and just see some guy with a tattoo on his face. Yeah. You could tell whether he got it in prison or whether oh man, that's nice. That's, that's fucking true. trash tattoo. Yeah, you know, I never thought about that. But so, that is true. Yeah. It is what it is. I really commend you for doing this 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 seminar thing because even in, in the me knowing the I'm an entrepreneur by heart. It's mm-hmm. just businesses is comes easy for me in that aspect of it. Um, but I, as we learn about the tattoo industry on the business side, Myra and I, and Frankie and Chris, um, we see a lot of uh, oh, it's the codelet tattoo or tattoo. Yeah, the- and I think like which I understand. Like I think every industry has a code. I have it. We, we do. T- we have an accounting firm, so I have it. We have tax. Code yeah. that, you know the elders don't do but that we don't do but i think you still have to do something that evolves mm-hmm. right that evolves the the the, the industry the step out of that comfort zone step man step out of that comfort zone and like you said no, there is no nobody can there is not going to be another real yeah you, you're already here you're on this earth you have found your lane you're already doing your lane so if someone comes up and you decide to okay this is how i do it now you could take it however you want it or you could not take it yeah you just came here just to hang out you just learn the you just learn the uh, form and just basics. And from there, like, even me, like, I learned a lot of shit from, like, Big Sleeps or, like, they had books and Big Me's. I had all the books studied. And I can replicate their work to a certain extent, but at the same time, I figured out things I like. Yeah. Things that I like yeah. the way it looks. Yeah. And I, I applied my own methods. Yeah. And, you know, that's just going to happen. We're all going to learn own, and yeah. do their own, you know? Yeah. I think people forget that this whole world is genre inspiration. Yeah. Everything, there's nothing unique anymore. Nah. I mean, <laughs> people are still like, well, I'm unique, I'm original. No, nobody's original anymore. It's yeah. all, it's all, we all recycle a little bit of something. We just tweak it a little bit. Yeah, it's all just things we see and yeah. we apply. Yeah, yeah, you know? exactly, exactly. That's awesome. It is. What other projects? Do you have any other projects coming up? Uh, not, not really. I mean, on the tattoo industry now, no, this, keep trying to grind as much as I can and trying to build like more knowledge and you know to study art methods and just do what I can to become better you know just for myself now will as we myself. see any art prints from you or oh man I hope so I'm really hoping I get some time to do some like paintings or something but uh I've been pretty constant just on grind you know like either I'm booked for an appointment or I got some random shit coming up. I'm trying to do like a seminar for some reason. Now or, you know, like, no, yeah, or, so it gets really hard for me to sit down and really like, yes. And then sometimes when I'm not working, I take advantage when I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, dude, just sit on the couch, you no, know, totally. like, yeah, that's cause I get, too. I get really burnt out. Sometimes like I've worked at shops where I won't leave for like two, two days and I'm just, Sleeping at the shop so I can wake up in time for my appointment. But what happened? <laughs> <laughs> oh, real. Uh, you, you know, again, um, before I, I've never met you, but uh, I've heard a lot about you, and um, uh, you you definitely 
you're, you're much more better. You're much, much more, you're, I believe you're much more better than the hype. Oh, cool. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so now we talked about the, 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 the studio that you're at in Santa Ana. Also, do you have a funny story for us about that you've experienced so far in your career? Oh, man. An interesting story. It doesn't have to be funny. Interesting. I don't know, man. Like, a lot of my times is just blackout drunk. So, <laughs> a lot of interesting times are really forgettable. Um, no, I mean, I'm, no, not really. I don't know. It's hard, it's hard to base. Like, what kind of story would you want to hear? Like, that's the way I can help you out. Okay. So <laughs> Give me like what's a. What's the craziest thing yeah. that happened to you with a client? Oh, craziest thing? Uh, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. All right, cool. Well, um, I was tattooing this one girl, right? And then she's like, oh, can I drink? And I don't care if my clients drink. Go for it. Fuck it, you know? And I started drinking, pounding it. And then um, I'm like, cool. And then she gets real fucked up. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go get you some water. And then I go get her some water. This is at Lincoln, too. Great time. Um, <laughs> I come back and she's just fucking butt naked on the oh, chair. Just, Going to town on yourself, and everyone's just around her with like the phones out. I'm like, whoa! Like I just got a water like for you. Like what's going on? Oh wow! So I grab her and I like kind of just throw her in the restroom. Like, hey, go fix yourself, you know. And then I hear a boo 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 boo. I'm like, no fucking way! What happened? Uh, I knock on the door and I just hear like sobbing, like crying, like what the fuck? I'm like, are you okay? Like. What's going on? She's just crying. I'm like, I'm going to open the door. Like, what's up? And then she, she just keeps crying. So I open the door. I walk in. I go, what the fuck, dude? Like, just drink your fucking water, you know? Uh-huh. And she looks up at me, puts her hand out, and her finger is in, like, an owl shape. Oh, my God. And she's like, it's broken. And I go, oh, shit. So I just grab it and snap it. Oh, <laughs> Like, I had no idea what I was instinct. <laughs> like, maybe that'll fix it. <laughs> And um, it didn't. I think I made it a lot worse <laughs> than a doctor would have and should have done. And uh, I, like, helped her get dressed. And then, like, I let her take a nap on the bed. And then me and my buddy, like, hours and hours went by. And we're trying to wake her up. Like, like damn, is this bitch dead? Or what the fuck? You know, like, I got to go home. And she's actually a real good friend of mine, too. So, like, I wasn't really, like, tripping too much. Yeah. And she's out there. So, like. I already knew, like, it's kind of weird. Yeah. So I'm trying to work out. I'm like, fuck, dude. I'm like, I don't know what to do. And my buddy just goes, fills up a trash can, like, takes out the bag, throws it, fills it up with water, just pours it on everything. Like, oh. wake the fuck up. And he's, he's a gangster-ass dude. So, like, I was like, all right, cool, whatever. So he wakes up. So like, what the fuck? I'm like, dude, we got to go. And then we're giving him a ride home. And that was it. I mean, and then I tattooed again, like, a week later. Because oh, we, didn't, we didn't finish the tattoo, so... Oh, God. She came in again, you know, finished it, and I think again she got shit faced, but it wasn't that bad. So it was pretty cool, pretty good time. We're actually still cold too. So, <laughs> so uh, well, now what I want to is how did her finger heal up? I don't know, like <laughs> entirely. Like we we're cool, but I haven't really talked to her in a while because uh, we we're like high school friends and everything. And then I just, you know, you lose touch with certain people of after course, a while. Of course, of course. But. Uh, yeah, I definitely made it worse. Yeah. Like I, I can't have no guess. Cannot that. imagine the pain. <laughs> she's going through. Oh, or, well, yeah. well, well, I mean, well, somewhere in the world, there's video of her doing stuff. So yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> wow. So we see her on World Hip Hop Star. We can uh, <laughs> make sure to tag reels in that. Yeah, don't no. no. <laughs> 
Anyways, Rose, is there anything else you'd like to add? Uh, no, nah, nothing I could think of okay. unless you got anything you guys want to ask. Uh, anything else we should ask this cool, cool cat? No, we don't no, have anything no. else. This was fun. This was a really, yes. really good experience. <laughs> um, again, Reels, we really appreciate Appreciate you coming down here to Ghost Stories Tattoo in Anaheim and to the Ghost Stories studio. Shout out to the tattoo store you're at in Santa Ana. The mm -hmm. name is? Pharaoh's Inc. Pharaoh's Inc. Yes, sir. And uh, are they on Instagram? Uh, Yeah, we are. I, I don't really know the, the Instagram. <laughs> I think it's Pharaoh's Inc. DTSA. We're okay. downtown Santa Ana. Awesome. So if you, want to sure. see, if you want to see Reels, please follow him on his Instagram. You can book an appointment on his Instagram as well. Mm -hmm. or go visit him down in Santa Ana. And uh, if you are available, uh, if you're not available tomorrow, which is Labor Day, and um, for his free seminar, uh, pay attention to his tour that he has coming up. And maybe if the seminar goes great, you'll have more in the future. But again, uh, follow him on Instagram. So thanks again, Reels. We hope you have a good evening. Well, cool. Thank, Thank you, you for coming. Uh, Myra, my eternal host, and we'll have another fun week ahead of us. Yes. We'll be recording again. <laughs> and... Um, just got a busy week at the shop, yeah. We do. Always busy. <laughs> okay, ghouls, we hope you have very unpleasant dreams. We're going to uh, turn off the ambiance here at Ghost Stories Tattoo, blow out the candles, and kind of just have some fun now. So have a good evening, everybody. We hope you have some good nightmares. Good night. Bye-bye. <laughs>